Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Hallbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed. <laughs> you have a stapler in your head. I'm not fooled. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Russell Rock. Hello. Welcome to another awesome episode here. Uh, we're all exhausted. We're all tired of the sun with the sun sucks we're just sitting around having a conversation about how it's all hot and sweaty now the most low energy episode of the podcast (laughs) that we've ever had when we were all like this sucks what's the weather gonna be like like do you, you ever listen to a podcast where they just talk they like tell you about how important it is for you to listen to the show and then you start listening to it and they're like how about that weather huh am i right and you're like, like, I could listen to old men just talk on the side of the road. I don't need to. <laughs> My old show, Ed would, Ed would talk about the weather all the time, but it was always related to fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's the most boringest things combined. <laughs> it's like the weather and fishing. Yeah, tune in, folks. Tune in to talk wrestling. Nope, we're talking weather and fishing. Actually, my actually, if you think about it, my second most popular episode, which was also my father. Yeah. <laughs> We told nothing but hunting and fishing stories, and they end up being pretty goddamn hilarious. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. You never know. You never know what we're going to get. <clears throat> a fishing podcast called Tuna In. Ugh. Oh, tuna In. <laughs> See, now I want tuna. Now you, you screwed me up, Corey. <laughs> now I just want tuna fish. <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. We're going home. We're gonna okay, watch bye. Some, we're going to watch some wrestling and eat some tuna fish. No, we had a lot of uh, wrestling going on this week, man. There was some uh, some returns. There was some uh, injuries. We had uh, some firings. Uh, There's there a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, and Raw still some, sucks. And Raw still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, at the same time, SmackDown was still awesome. So I know, kind of like a fifty-fifty thing going on. And then NXT was awesome. AEW was awesome this week. So it's like, it just sucks that. Raw is so bad that it just drains the life out of wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why we start shows so low energy. And now, uh, and now it's right. like, you know, you start the week off a of Raw, and then Raw ends, and you're just like, damn it. And you're like, <laughs> now you got to try getting up energy to watch the next, like, three, four days worth of wrestling. And it's just yeah. like, I can't do it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, what, what is Alexa Bliss doing? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I it feels like so much other stuff has happened since Monday that I don't remember. And, and we recorded last Monday, so I knew that, like, well, I, was I texting you guys watching Raw that night? Yeah, you said uh, that. Yeah. Was it last week or this week? You texted the Ricochet uh, Sheamus match, so it was this oh, week. Oh, yeah. That, every match was good on Raw. I didn't, I didn't have any complaints about Raw, honestly. I, uh, no, I thought, Raw, was, um, Raw was okay. It was just okay. It was one of those shows that's just there. The wrestling was good, but it was like there was no drama. There was no, like, real hype to it. Like, all the wrestling was good. There was it, no progression was just either. Like, what's that? There was no progression either. There's, like, no yeah. fresh matches. There's no new anything. It's like, oh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre again. <laughs> so can we can we just have one of them lose and go on to the different person? Like, mm-hmm. which I think that's why they brought back, uh, what's his name? Uh, world champion for marketing reasons. 
Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal, yeah, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking, but yeah, the dude, the Kofi Kofi winning over over Bobby was great. I mean, even mm-hmm. though it was a non-title match, that was really good. Um, yeah. The the John Morrison uh, uh, Damian Priest match was bonkers good. Like that was way better of a of a handicap or a lumberjack match than I think I've seen in a very very long time. Mm. So, uh, everybody did a really good job. Everyone, uh, everyone. Uh, I think Corey Graves said that people were being uh, people were lumberjacking really well. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's everybody's really good at lumberjacking. Good job, guys. Um, yeah, it's it sucks. It's like th- that's the match we should have had at the pay per view, but yeah. they were busy, you know, um, hyping up Batista's movie for some reason. By the way, it, did, it, it, did any of you guys see the movie yet? Did no. any of you watch it? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so good job, WWE. I mean, it's like the the C New Evil thing that they did with um, with the, Kane the with, with the whole 13th. May nineteenth. Oh, is it May nineteenth? I think it was May nineteenth or okay. March thirty. Whatever the hell the date was. <laughs> uh, like it didn't do anything for the movie, and it wasn't a good storyline. So and it, and it just it just screwed up storylines for the show. People yeah. were like, "Oh, so we can just watch on that day? We don't have to watch what's going on right now." Okay, never mind. We'll just watch later. <laughs> we'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was no The Miz on Monday, which we kind of assumed what was going to happen, but well, he uh, apparently he's game. actually okay. legitimately injured. Like he hurt his knee in that uh, in that lumberjack match, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to be out for a while, which is kind of... I mean, I don't want to say it's fortunate that he's injured because that sounds horrible. No, I mean but, he could he could use the new uh, he could use a new uh, coat of paint, a new paint of coat, and uh, it gives John Morrison an opportunity to kind of to kind of shine as a star, like a single mm-hmm. star. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I mean, uh, anything that puts Morrison over, I'm for. Um, and well, the the more distance we can get between you know the zombies and us, that, that you know. I think that's all good news right there. We still have Lily. We can get away from the zombies. We still have Lily. <laughs> yeah. That's that, true. Didn't she make the ring blow up in uh, uh, Reggie's face? One yeah. Of, one, of, one of Kane's pyros went off in Reggie's face. <laughs> that, made, that made no... Wait. So I thought she was going after Shayna Baszler, and then she like almost lit Reggie's face on fire. <laughs> Whoever timed that explosion. <laughs> like, I want to see if Reggie has eyebrows. <laughs> that did look pretty sick, man. Like that was like really close. Uh, I wonder if that was a. I don't know if that was a. Yeah, well, there was one um, Undertaker entrance where he went did the thing to to make the lights come on, and Kane's pyro went off, and I don't think it was supposed to. And you just saw him like go up right in his face, but he was still trying to like stay in character. He's like, uh, I meant for that to happen. Yeah. God, goddamn. Goddamn pyro guys were watching my arms for the cues. I'm not Kane. <laughs> no, no, nothing was nothing was worse than when he got hit with the fireworks in the uh oh, yeah, home cell match. It, like, jacket, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's just pouring water. You, you see him on the mm-hmm. side just pouring water all over his body, which is not good when you burn your skin. Is to immediately pour cold water on your skin. Well, you'd think you'd think he'd be used to it, considering he'd been to hell and such. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he did, didn't like the fire for such a guy from hell. What's up? You got to maintain kayfabe. You stay on fire, sir. 
God damn it. <laughs> Stop Vince, selling those flames, buddy. Vince, just yell at him. If you, if you light on fire, you stay on fire. You stick with the gimmick. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, injuries, uh, is Cesaro actually injured? Because it looked like they were taking him out on, on Friday. No, uh, I think that, had, that was... He came... What's that? I think that was just to take the, the uppercut weapon away from him for the matches. Yeah. I, I don't th- I think it was just a part of the storyline. And well with with I Rollins mean, coming down and giving him the uh uh the curb stop on the ramp uh, on the entranceway, I thought like that was a, a way for like, okay, he's gonna be out for a couple weeks while he heals the arm. Uh it, it could be an an absolute work and I'm 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 just sitting here getting worked like a mark. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Totally. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> I think it's to escalate them into Hell in the Cell. I think mm-hmm. it'll be Cesaro versus uh, Rollins in Hell in the Cell, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess it'll be what Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley for Raw in Hell in the Cell. Mm. And I hopefully they don't do any more matches than that. Do you think that? Do you think that this is gonna? It's gonna trend towards keeping Kofi in the world title picture. I dude, I would enjoy it. I, I, I think it'd be, it'd be more entertaining. I, I'm just, I'm just over Drew. I'm just over Drew and his flip floppy face character. Mm-hmm. Where he three, does three, two, one, kick you in the face. Hey, I'm charming and I'm funny, and then I'm gonna do sneak attacks on every bad guy because I'm, <laughs> I'm the hero. Like it, none of it makes sense, dude. Like, I, I get sick of his character every time. Back, back to SmackDown for just one second. I really like the Seth Rollins where he's like, I don't know what I did out there. I went blank. Like, and I love that. I think that that's a really cool way to go. And then, and then him see Cesaro again and then be like, why do you make me do this? And him, yeah. <laughs> like, I felt like that's like, it's kind of like when uh, Randy Orton had the, the flip switch, you know, like yeah. where with the, what was that rage problem that he had? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, it it's kind of like that, but with, with you know Rollins, instead. Right. I like I like it. I mean uh, Rollins, yeah, I'm, Rollins I'm into voice it. is still annoying, and he sounds like a lady. But. <laughs> it is, but it's uh, um, it feels like a natural progression for his character. Like he he did that whole thing with the the fiend, not his voice. He he did the whole thing with the fiend, uh, and then that led into the Monday Night Messiah gimmick, and then this feels just like a uh, uh, like a continuation of that. Like it's building from that. Like he's just he couldn't get done what he needed to get done, and it's driving him insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that. Seth while he's beating up someone, just screaming, "I want to see the manager!" Over and over. How hard is your job? Staying on SmackDown for a while. SmackDown was so good. We had some uh, some returns coming in. We had um, Alistair Black making mm-hmm. his return, going after Big E. Uh, and given the the sweetest uh, black mass I think I've ever seen him do, uh, it's a big, which is really really cool. I really um I really enjoy yeah. this. And a, what a, what a what a guy to go after too. First, like Big E, that's going to be such a good match. Big E and Alistair, uh, Alistair Black. looks fantastic too. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. he he really got in shape while they like kept him in that closet for a year and a half. So yeah, uh, I'm glad to see him back because I was a big fan of him in NXT. So hopefully they do something this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and more from uh, from SmackDown. We got more returns. We're gonna have the return of a, a crowd finally in July. It's happening. The WWE is going back on the road. Uh, I'm so excited about this. I don't. 
I don't care what Raw is doing. It's just fantastic that it's in front of a crowd. I'm just, I'm very, very excited. I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested to see how many people go to Raw when mm-hmm. it starts. Like I, SmackDown, I think it's going to be sold out. Well, mm-hmm. well, like that's what, like if they were like, oh, Adam Pierce is out scouting locations. They're probably gonna, they're probably gonna go for smaller venues mm-hmm. because enough, a lot of people won't want to come out. So. Uh, they'll probably be at places like like the Electric Factory and things like that, like smaller venues. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd like to see so. what what the WWE can do in a smaller venue like that. Because mm-hmm. um, you know it's usually the big Titan Tron and the Pyro and you know the whole big production. Um, yeah, a smaller venue would be would be pretty cool. Like um, even back in the day when they used to do the Spectrum shows here in Philly. Uh, that was like a smaller show. Um, they they did like, they used to do the the whole old school thing with the two uh, entrances, like you have a heel entrance and a face entrance and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah, interesting. Very interesting to see what they would do. Spectrum. I saw. This is how old I am. I saw Andre the Giant and Big and uh, Hulk Hogan versus Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy in the Spectrum. Nice. Damn, what year was that? It had to have been like 80, what, four? Oh, I don't know. It was like nine, ten years old. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was back in the day. Uh, I didn't go back that far. I think the the earliest one Spectrum show that I can remember was uh, Macho King Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior in a Steel Cage. That was like 1990, 91, something like that. I was not, uh, I wasn't really that big of a wrestling fan yet. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was still, I mean, I was, I was, I was six years old in 1990, so mm. I, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I just didn't have the attention span for it. Mm. I guess I was like, I didn't know what day of the week it was. I never paid attention <laughs> to what time it was. I was just a little kid doing little yeah. kid things. There wasn't, there wasn't weekly Monday Night Rawls yet, right? Yeah. No. So. No, it's not like I, come around to 93, right? It's not like I remember. I remember Snuka and Don Morocco in a steel cage. Mm. And then the only other thing I remember is how big Andre the Giant was when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Because he walked down to the ring and he was, he, he was easily shoulder high above everybody. Yeah. <laughs> As it's on an angle. <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys watching the new Dark Side of the Rings? Did you see you guys see the like Nick Gage one and stuff? I no. saw. Um, I didn't see that one either. I, I saw Brian Pillman both both halves of that. I didn't see any of the new season. I haven't seen any of the new season. What did you think of it, Mark? Uh, it was interesting. It wasn't a lot I didn't know. Uh, it was more interesting to see the family view of it, and because uh, uh, Brian Pillman was a dirty boy, man, he had like kids from like three different women <laughs> like and like that that was that was it uh steve austin's a large part of the show did you see the a e documentary the a e biographies i saw the austin one i didn't see the bulldog one no, i didn't get to see any of them there's there's there a roddy piper one a, that really a roddy piper and a booker t one as well i heard right. the macho man one is like brutal yeah it's, a, I, it's like a hit piece yeah i heard it really goes after his uh his controlling nature with women mm. with the cameras and uh buying like tv dinners for elizabeth so he knew how many she ate that week 
like so she didn't leave the house like really crazy stuff mm. well damn <laughs> that kind of puts a uh, damper on the, the, the snap it to a slim jim guy kind of you know it's kind of a, not the way that we want to remember him i never liked you randy oh i liked randy savage <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of people that uh, WWE doesn't like, uh, they got rid of a bunch of NXT guys. <laughs> How'd you like that segue? Was that good? Masterful. Because <laughs> one, one of them is actually true. <laughs> That's <sad. laughs> uh, More budget cuts coming down uh, from, uh, you know, they're just expanding Black Wednesday over and over and over again. Uh, eight NXT, actually nine now, NXT stars have been released. Uh, the biggest one is uh, definitely Velveteen Dream. They they finally let him go after months and months and months of uh, of of people just saying you got to fire this guy. There's so much evidence that uh, you know he did. Um, we're not going to go into it, but he did what he did, and uh, you know I think WWE there, was ignoring that for a long time. I don't there think they're ignoring it. I think they were it, investigating it, and they were trying to still use the star power while they had it. There was fear among the roster that he was trying to become a coach at NXT at the Performance Center. Really? And, yeah, and that was part of uh, part of the, probably the paranoia of people. But I mean, that's one of the reports I heard. Hmm. Well, he's gone now, so there's no more of that. Uh, there's no more Alexander Wolf. Uh, he he's gone. Um, well, like what did what did he and his butter's hair do in like how long? <laughs> I mean, that's that's a, that's a perfect description for what John Moxley's hair looks like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just a grown up butters. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, fellas. <laughs> I don't know, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> did you guys I'm, did you guys watch at uh, AW this week? A little bit of it, yeah. That tag match was bad. I mean. Hmm. Like, dude, which, which one? The SCU one? No, it was um, Eddie Kingston and John. I like these people personally. I know them. I have personal connections with these people. I like them as people, but somehow they just like, like on the indies they would like hit hard. On here they're just like me. Well, my, my issue is that uh, the John wheelbarrow Moxley. was it the wheelbarrow paradigm shift, the, the wheelbarrow DDT. Mm-hmm. It just looks like garbage because Eddie Kingston has trouble getting people up, like doing the flip up, mm-hmm. so so Moxley can grab me. It just looks like he's he can't lift the people. <laughs> well, well, he's our, he's still too busy selling every leg injury that he can't. Like he's he's always selling a leg injury. Well, maybe he wouldn't hurt his legs if he walked around in Tim boots with no laces all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be tripping all the time. <laughs> that's that's why that's why you weak. Cause you you be tripping. That's why you weak. <laughs> um, the one of the uh, the referees, uh, Drake. What's that? What is his name? Drake Wirtz. Drake, Drake Wirtz. Younger. Yeah. Drake Younger. Yeah, on the Andy's he was Drake Younger. Uh, Drake Wirtz got released. Uh, I'm here. I'm. No one seems to be talking about it, but apparently there was. A lot of uh, uh, backstage heat with this guy. Did, did does anybody know what what happened with him? Well, he was like he was like in, he was um, encouraging and spouting anti-masking and anti-vax and um, QAnon conspiracies and stuff like uh. that very publicly, and like speaking up at like 
events for other other QAnon nut job weirdos who would mm. show up at the Capitol building. <laughs> so well, I mean, I just, I just heard the term controversial. I didn't hear anything he was doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I forget. I saw him post because a lot of it is a lot. It's like a lot of that, and then like a lot of like, like, so into like the Bible stuff, which is mm. it's it's just like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's That's it's like a religion and politics thing. It's just two yeah. things you want to stay away from when you're talking publicly. Yeah, uh, and then you're then else. you're then you're referring to like yeah. a, a large group of millennials, and you're talking QAnon and Trump stuff. Hey, you're, <laughs> hey, you're supposed you're to be an impartial party, referee. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, we were talking a minute ago about uh, crowds coming back to WWE, and apparently, once they do, we're going to have John Cena make his return. Uh, he's he's finally coming back. We haven't seen him since he got beat by the Fiend at uh, WrestleMania 36 back in 2020, early 2020. Um, what do you guys think he's going to be doing? Uh, he's going to be drawing a house, bro. That's what he's doing. He's he's gonna he's gonna come to the building with a piece of paper and a crayon. And he's gonna draw one big square and then a rectangle on top. Triangle. Yeah, I, I think it'd be That's funny. What I, meant, triangle. Yes. I think it'd be funny if they just show him like accidentally like just fall out that they just show the fun house and he just falls out the door. Like, like as if he's been in it the whole time. <laughs> Even though like he's like been in a bunch of movies and on wipeout and stuff. Oh tell me that gimmick would wouldn't be great for months. He's like he doesn't realize that like two like two years of his life has passed by. <laughs> and, and it's like a drone version of him that's hosting Wipeout and starring in Fast and the Furious 12 or whatever. <laughs> but that, dude, it would have been such a great gimmick, him just being lost for the last two years, not understand what, what happened in wrestling. And what do you mean, so-and-so's champion? How, when did that happen? <laughs> I think it would be fun. You see how skinny he is now? Yeah. He, did, he did the same thing The Rock did when The Rock first went to movies, and he looked really skinny. If you look at pictures, if you look at pictures of The Rock right when he went to movies, when he still had his hair, he was just creepy. He's just so used to being bald now. He had hair, and he was super skinny. <laughs> that was when he wore like the leather vest and leather pants all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do remember him being unnaturally skinny and it looking really weird. I do <laughs> have a, I do have a prediction for live crowds. Hmm. Brock Lesnar comes back in July for SummerSlam. Yeah, I can see that happening. Bobby Lashley gets murked by Brock Lesnar on Monday night. Ooh. 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 Good stuff. They're going to finally do this match, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, that would save Raw, I think. That if, if the way, same way uh, Roman Reigns is the best thing going on on SmackDown, if you had a uh, Bobby Lashley and, and Brock Lesnar feud, holy heck. Holy heck and smokes. It'll just be weird because, like, what does Brock Lesnar do when he comes on? I guess he has to talk himself. Right. Because yeah. cause Heyman's with uh, with Roman now. <laughs> uh, you never know. They could they could always do some weird thing where, where Heyman's on both shows. Like, the draft doesn't mean anything. You know, <laughs> we're, we're constantly seeing people show up from both brands. Well, like, uh, like Roman Roman did the gimmick with, um, with Jay this week where he was like, what is we? What is we? You, you and me is we. So he, I could see him getting 
uh, angry at Paul for going to Raw. Like if they did that thing, when he's like, no, 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 you're you're my advocate. You're my my counsel, my special counsel. Not not that dude. They should That's have a match it. later on about it. Yeah. Put Heyman in a put Heyman above the ring in a cage. <laughs> Shark <Right>. cage. <laughs> the 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 Terry Invitational Whoa. ladder match with Paul Heyman. <laughs> Whoever wins this match gets Paul Heyman, and everybody's just like, "Do you win?" <laughs> <laughs> do we really that would be the running joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that'd be the running joke. Maybe one of them tries to lose, and they don't have them. <laughs> the, the the pit the Paul Invitational tournament. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, just bring out the old Judy Bagwell forklift and just have Paul Heyman on top of it. You got a Paul Heyman on a pole match. Oh, that stupid pallet they put her on. And yeah. she, was like, she was standing up there acting like she was all trapped. Help me! It's like, Jesus Christ, woman. <laughs> um, four and a half feet up in the air on a pallet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, man. That's, so that goes Cena, against OSA regulations. I'll have to let you know. It's very much, yeah. yeah. I guarantee you nobody there that. had a, uh, a uh, license to drive that forklift. <laughs> but, I never, um, never had a license. <laughs> I, I, I got certified one time. One job certified me for driving a forklift. Yeah. But then it's just for that one thing. And then any, pla- any other place you go to, they're like, yeah, whatever. Hop on the forklift. You'll learn. Back in the mid-90s, I worked for Walmart. They never gave us licenses. We just drove those things around. And I would have people on pallets just holding on to it. I'll be wheeling that thing in the in the back, <laughs> just like trying to do donuts on a forklift and shake the dude off. <laughs> We're like eighteen, like nobody's yeah. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, when you're eighteen years old, there's no such thing as like uh, safety around heavy machinery. You're just like having fun. It's like we'll be fine. <laughs> um. A lot of things going on on uh, SmackDown as well. We got uh, Bronson Reed winning the North American title, which oh, that was, was shocking, NXT. I think. That wasn't on SmackDown. Uh, you're right. I thought I said. <laughs> I thought I said NXT. I don't know why I said SmackDown again, because SmackDown was so good. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, we had Bronson Reed winning the uh, the title there. Cage uh, match. Really, good match. Yeah, really, good really match, good, good match. Good emotion after he won. It was good to see him. He was trying to hold back the tears, but you, you could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an awesome spot where Johnny Gargano somehow power bombed him off the cage. Mm-hmm. That was that was a really cool spot. Uh, I'm kind of sad to see Johnny lose the belt, but with his gimmick, I think it'll be funny in the end. Now that yeah. his wife has a belt and he doesn't, mm-hmm. so yeah. Who's really directing the way? Who's you know who's really in charge here? Yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. Uh, DiBiase, we get to see DiBiase again. That is That's the best great. thing going on in NXT right now. <laughs> There's nothing better than Ted DiBiase screwing him, screwing up. God, why am I blanking on his name? Camera grounds, baby! Camera. To the moon! Dude, you know how bad it is now? I'll just be, like, in the gym, and I yell that out, like, after doing a lift. Camera <laughs> grounds! Like, I just, I don't, like... Dude, he's the best character in, like, yeah. NXT. Actually, sad, sadly, since Velveteen Dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's perfect. I I hope this ends with uh, Cameron Grimes getting like the million dollar belt or something along those lines. Uh, somehow Cameron Grimes gets a, a leg up on DiBiase, or DiBiase becomes his manager or something. I would I would like to see him as his manager because obviously DiBiase can still talk. 
He's not like Jake the Snake coming out with uh, what's his name, the Murder Hawk, and Jake the Snake. Like, <laughs> Jake, Jake the Snake. <laughs> Jake the Snake just like rambles about some stuff with his giant beer gut, and nobody knows what he's talking about. He, like, he, he was he was like I Jake the Snake <laughs> on an episode of of Dynamite was like, Hey Darby Allen, we're gonna get out here and we'll put you in between some buns because you're a big weenie. And I was like, <laughs> What? Yeah, aren't you what a legend? To, what are you doing? What, ha- what happened from Jake the Snake from 1988? What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you in between some buns, you big weenie. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. You're a gambling man. i put you in between two buns. <laughs> I'll eat you. You like that? I'm just going to eat you. <laughs> oh, Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake. Can we just do a segment, Bad Jake the Snake promos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? He was like, he was considered probably one of the best talkers of all time. Mm-hmm. We got to get him back. On, we got to get him back on crack. You know, you oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, we would only have a limited amount of good promos left at that point, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, just like waving the bag in front of him. It's like, look, one more time. Just one more time. We just need one more good promo out of you. And then you can go back to DDP yoga. You can go back to being clean. It's awful. It's awful. I feel bad for making sure, that joke. Sure, sure, your, sure your family won't talk to you anymore, but you go, you're going to have good promos. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think it's about time, folks. I think we uh, run down that list of... Who shined the greatest this week in the world of professional wrestling? Let's do this with a segment called Who Wins Wrestling? Who wins wrestling? Blah, 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 blah. Who's got one? Who wants to go first here? I'm, I'm going to go. You're going to go. I'm going to say the, the entrance for Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown I'm wins wrestling. Who's? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who that guy was, but I feel uh, like that was so cool for that one time, and I he, feel like I hope it doesn't like overdo it. But he was in I NXT. Just, he was in NXT. He wrestled only like three matches on NXT. He had this long, crazy German name, and like they gave him like I guess thinking that would be metal, and he had some kind of. But he dude, guy's got a great look. He's built like a tank. Um. He didn't seem bad in the ring. I, I just don't know why he faded away. And then he started doing the Old Spice gimmick. Mm. Uh, um, Boogs. Yeah. Boogs, yeah. Rick Boogs. Yeah, he's he's my pick as well. Um, I knew about this guy. Like, from NXT, like Mark said, if you get a chance, go on YouTube and look up. Uh, I, again, I forget his name. But if you can find his debut in NXT... It's wonderful. The guy looks like Freddie Mercury on on cocaine. Like he, he's just that, like was, that was all the time. That was that was Freddie. Freddie, Freddie Mercury never did cocaine. <laughs> I know. <but> whatever. <laughs> on more cocaine. I don't know. He's he's hyped up. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Freddie Kirk Mercury on more cocaine. <laughs> Mark, what do you got, man? I'm actually going to go with uh, Bronson. Uh, nice. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Uh, he had that match a few weeks ago I talked about where he actually looked like a star. I think it was a takeover. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, dude, f- for the size of him, how he's built, 
guy puts on solid matches. He's a likable dude. Uh, I just I'm scared if he gets called up. That's all. I, I think he I think he's gonna a great NXT talent. I don't see him working on the main roster. Uh, yeah. But I'm really happy for him winning the belt, and hopefully he doesn't turn into the next Otis. Yeah. Or SmackDown. All the same thing uh, they did with Keith Lee. You know, we were all scared about Keith Lee going up to the main roster because look what happened. He was he was celebrated like crazy in NXT, and he he gets to Raw and they put him in a skirt and give him dumb music and 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 don't put him over anybody. Uh, it, probably the same thing would happen with Bronson Reed, I imagine. I, I had a question. You guys see uh, the, the big matches next week. Um, you guys have any predictions? The stadium stampede? <laughs> we Is have, that uh, the big match you're talking about? <laughs> we have uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Karrion Cross for the title. Cross, yeah. Do you think Finn Balor wins it or one of them loses and goes up to the main roster? I think I – think, uh, I, I don't see a future where Carrying Cross doesn't get called up to the main roster. Uh, yeah. So uh, it'd be it'd be fine to see uh, Finn Balor win the NXT title back, and then Carrying Cross can f off. I, I honestly, fantasy, honestly, fantasy booking. I would like to see almost like boxing because this is match two. I would like to see Finn win win the belt and then you go all the way to the takeover before SummerSlam or whatever and then you let Finn win the third time and then Karrion Cross shows up after SummerSlam. But do it almost like a boxing match where they have to have the best of three and who's the better fighter like type thing. I I just something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm also thinking that uh Cross goes up to the main roster. Uh, just because they've been talking about it for so long, it's like he, that's that's the uh, the Vince McMahon stereotype right there. That's the guy that Vince is always looking for. So I'm um, I'm sure he's had his eye on on Cross for a while. Um, and it wouldn't be so bad to have Finn win the title again. I'd uh, I'd be into that because uh, Cross hasn't done much with it since he's had it. He, I don't know. He's just been to me. He's been very underwhelming. He's he's got a great he's. He's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, he, he has this great, he's already designed for Raw. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Elias was, but they never handled Elias well. Elias mm-hmm. stunk in NXT, but he was so designed for the main roster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, hopefully they do something up there, but I, I just think he's underwhelming in NXT. Mm-hmm. And I'm so bitter over him beating Keith Lee with just a suplex. Do you think that they're <laughs> going to have Rick Boogs? Against Elias and like a guitar off, a long hair, a long brown-haired white guy guitar off. <laughs> Only I, mean, I can I can definitely see that happening. There's going to be some kind of uh, the bland the, the the band plays again match or whatever the hell they call that when they have all instruments at the ringside. Whoever if if Boogs wins, he gets all Elias's forty pounds of jewelry and bandanas all over his wrists. <laughs> <laughs> It would be funny if he played for like the – he was like, like, all right, here's the deal. You beat me, you you can do the Old Spice commercials. If I beat you, I get the rights to all of your music. I just (laughs) – just just you even bringing that up, I see what they used to do when they would like make JR dance against somebody 
and they yeah. with a live crowd and they would stand over the ring and put their hand over their head and right, like, right, right. i could see them like just playing riffs and like who's the better one yeah. and like oh, kill myself it's a, a bikini contest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like who wins the bikini contest i'm like me <laughs> i win <laughs> as long as as long as the king doesn't make one more creepy comment. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> wrestling fans won, and women's uh, uh, history progression lost. Women's progression lost. Every single bikini contest. Uh, and bra and panties match and everything. Uh, um, I think that's it for wrestling this week, guys. I don't think there was much else going on. Um, uh, one thing we didn't talk about, which is uh, kind of exciting. I'm not a huge impact guy, but Moose versus... Um, Kenny Omega, kind of excited for this. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. The Impact's been doing it right with Omega coming over and all the AEW guys and stuff like that. Uh, Omega's match with Rich Swan was really good. There's highlights of that on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, really good stuff. And Moose is really good. Uh, he's he's very, very underrated. I don't want to say he's underrated because he's the Impact champion, or was the Impact champion. But... Um, well, yeah, like man. that like, company is is uh, kind of like a tree falling in the woods. Like mm-hmm. nobody watches it. So, so I mean, well, I think underrated more is pretty kind of, appropriate. I mean, it, it definitely has more eyes on it now than that uh, AEW's got their claws in it, and they're switching guys over and over. And then uh, you know, we see the uh, the Good Brothers on AEW and all this other stuff. Um, I, 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 I'd, be from, okay, I'd be okay to not see them on AEW. I'd be really? That. <laughs> yeah, they're. I, I don't, I don't they're know. I, I would like. I would like to see Deanna Parazzo start showing up in AEW because uh, AEW needs a talent like her working with half the half the roster. Mm. I mean, I I never understood why WWE let her go. I I don't get it. No, I mean, there's a long history of that. <laughs> yeah, there's her, a whole bunch of guys that they never should have. Guys and girls that never show let go. Yeah, her and Abby Lath or whatever. I think that is that her name. I want to swear. Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think AEW would benefit from the two of them going over and working with the girls over there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, um, but yeah, that's about it. I'm looking forward to that match. Uh, I don't know when is that happening. Do we know? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google that. Yeah. That, Impact every once in a while will have a pay per view and nobody knows about it because nobody watches Impact. What is the the next AEW pay per view? Um, I don't know. They just had um, Double or Nothing is coming up. Uh, I think it's this weekend. Um, is that this weekend? I, I think so. Yeah, I think this... they're gonna they're doing the uh, the Stadium Stampede match with the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. Right. June twelfth, Saturday, June twelfth. June twelfth is the uh, Impact show. Yeah, I might have to acquire that match. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of as much as I like Rich Swan. I'm really interested to see Moose like, like, kind of in the big leagues now against someone yeah. like Kenny Omega. So, mm-hmm. I always knew Rich could, and that was a great match. Rich is, you know, he's a very underrated talent. Yeah, definitely. See so, yeah, man, June twelfth. We'll all be looking forward to it. But for now, that's all we got, folks. We are done with wrestling for the week. We will be back next week with a brand new show. Corey, do you have anything to plug and to tell these beautiful ladies and gentlemen? Uh, 
Uh, would appreciate if you would hit that subscribe button on my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Castle, all one word, C-O-R-Y-K-A-S-T-L-E, as it's put right here on the bottom of the screen. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And tell everybody that you love that you love them. Be fun, have safe, keep evolving. And check out rasslerock.com for more episodes like this, uh, for videos, for the audio episodes. And check out the merchandise store because everything on there is connected to a charity and you're going to be helping somebody out by buying our stuff like t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff. Uh, also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R. It's not Rick Matters like it is under here, but uh, yeah, Rick Connor, check it out. Uh, and I think that's about it. Mark, do you have anything? I have a Twitter again. I got you have a, a Twitter again? Look at that! I, I just created one. So I have like... <laughs> Two followers, three followers. It's well, you one guys. of them is me. <laughs> it's, you two, it's like you two and my buddy Jason so far. I just created over the weekend. I like, I never was a big Twitter presence except for I used to trash wall on Monday nights, which I may go back to doing. That might be fun. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm actually thinking about creating a Twitch to do that and just have people come in and talk while I'm like watching huh. Raw and we can trash it together. That could be fun. We will see. Because this podcast I keep trying to do on Mondays is not working. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Podcast is dying. I'll be working at 95 degrees today if you want to come and buy drinks. Come come hang out with Mark. Everybody support support the people who you dig their content. If you like like our show, let us know you exist. Make sure you comment on on the episode on Rick's Twitter or on Rick's. YouTube, YouTube. Watch along on Twitter and tweet us. We're we're excited about uh, interactions with y'all. Yeah, man. And also stay hydrated. It's hot. Yes, it's hot outside. <laughs> but that about do it for this episode of Rassle Rock. I'm Rick Connor. I'm Kalbach or Mark. <laughs> Corey Castle. <laughs> uh, let's take it out like we always do uh, with Mr. Nick Burke. It's so Say goodbye to yesterday. Join us again for another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking.